From the Center for Agricultural Profitability at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln, this is Nebraska Farmcast. I'm Ryan Evans. The cattle industry right now is seeing decreases in the number of beef cows, as well as in the number of heifers held back for retention and heifers expected to calve this year. Weather in the Northern Plains region continues to impact the availability of hay following an already shortened grazing season, and many input costs for cattle producers are likely to be high again this year. With feeder cattle supplies reduced nationally, the bread cow market may be appealing for producers looking to rebuild their herds. For more on what considerations should be made before making this decision, I am here with Elliot Dennis, Assistant Professor and Livestock Economist with UNL Center for Ag Profitability. We've just published a new article by Dr. Dennis on our website at cap.unl.edu, which looks at many of these factors that we'll hear about now. Elliot, thanks for joining me again. Yeah, thanks for having me. So first, how are national cattle inventory numbers, along with the pressures created by weather and higher costs recently, impacting the cattle industry across the Northern Plains region just ahead of spring here as we record? Yeah, so in the in the end of January, the cattle inventory report came out, and really that's our uh, large snapshot on what we're going to be looking like for production this year. That came out, said, at the end of January. Really what that showed is that uh, – Beef cows are down about 4% over last year. There's been about a 6% decrease in heifers held back for retention and a 5% reduction in heifers that are expected to calve this year. All of those signal lower calf uh, feeder cattle supply going into this year and potentially into, uh, into 2024. And so there is some optimism that potentially the weather, uh, we're already on a three-year kind of drought cycle and it Last time a four-year drought cycle hit was about 100 years ago, and so there is some, at least, optimism that the weather could be changing. For us in the Northern Plains, though, given the rotation of the of the climate, it's most likely to still be a pretty dry summer, uh, but then a pretty wet fall. And so people are. I've been getting questions about what about the bread cow market? If I'm if I feel like I've got feed sources availability, if I know that the cattle market looks like it's going to be turning around. How can I build uh, value back into my operation? And the bread cow market is really one of those ways that we can uh, build back quickly. But it's also important to consider what are the factors that drive a bread cow price and bread heifers, because that's going to determine really the payoff uh, for producers. I know you write in the article that um, corn prices are one of those factors. Uh, what, what, what all goes into a f- that, uh, that price for bread cows? Yeah, so really when we're talking about bread cow prices, we're talking about the age. We're talking about at what weight they're being sold at, how many months bread are they. Uh, of course, the genetics and market conditions are things that uh, sometimes the producers can control, sometimes they can't, especially if they're buying them. Uh, but in the article, we kind of talk through some, what some of those factors are. So the example was really if we're if we're looking at uh, the the age of the of the animal. So really, it's all in comparison. So if we if we were to look at a, a three or four year old bred cow, really after that, the discounts tend to decrease pretty linearly. And when we're talking about uh, a bred cow, let's say a three year old bred cow, that's uh, maybe a thousand, eleven hundred dollars, eleven hundred fifty dollars, I think was the example used. If you had a ten year old bred cow that was going to be sold at that same time, uh, that price you'd pay was about 
$920 for that bread cow or about a 20% discount. And so that's just one of the factors we talk, we kind of walk through. Of course, um, the number of months bred also is, is a large determinant of that price. And then specifically we talked about what are some of those outcomes for, uh, for the, the CME feeder cattle and the corn price. And those have pretty large impacts on, uh, the price we receive, uh, for a bread cow. Thanks. And you talked a little bit already about discounts and you write a lot in the article about premiums and discounts associated with bread cows. So can you just cover that a little bit more and explain what those mean, the premiums and discounts related to bread cows? Yeah. So we, uh, we kind of talked a little bit about the age of, of the cow. So if we take that three or four year old or a three, I think three year old bread cow as example we use, that becomes kind of our base. And then we assess the premiums associated with that. So younger, um, younger cows, cause they're going to be longer in the herd and then discounts really after that. But we can do that for pretty much any factor within, uh, the bread cow. So the other example that we kind of walk through is age of gestation, right? So if they're closer to being, uh, that calf actually being born, there's, uh, a higher premium to be associated with. And that break point is about at six months. So anything after six months, you tend to pay a premium for, um, anything below six months, you tend to, to receive a discount for. And really that has to do with, um, kind of how quickly we want our, that animal to be born. And, and really what that's going through is trying to line up breeding cycles, right? So we want all of our calves to be born at pretty much within a similar time frame, so that they reach a certain weight at the same time. And that has to do with then as we sell them, um, at the sale barn, we receive premiums and discounts for things like lot uniformity or similar genetics or similar muscle grading. And so we can really start that cycle at breeding. Um, and so we talk through some of the age of gestation, the age of the bread cow. And then the last thing we talk about is the seasonality. And we're going into kind of peak prices. So if all things were held constant or throughout the year, we pay the highest premiums for bred cows in the kind of the spring. Uh, so that's going to be uh, the end of March through the, or sorry, end of February through the middle of March is when bred cow prices tend to be the highest. And that's really just kind of anticipation of we want to get bred cows so that they can calve at you know, maybe a similar time and then, uh, have grass availability throughout the summer. So that was, uh, I think kind of the main examples that we walked through. Great. And, uh, is there anything else that you want producers to be aware of if they're trying to rebuild herds through the bread cow market? Yeah. So, uh, in the table, we provide, uh, kind of a, what would happen to bread cow prices if, if corn prices were to increase or decrease or the feeder cattle price uh, on the CME exchange were to go up or down. And that really gives us an idea of like, if prices really start to move upward, as I think some producers are hoping, well, that has an impact upon the price. It's gonna pass that pass price increase in the feeder cattle market is gonna pass back down to the bread cow because it makes that asset more valuable. And so while we can be optimistic about that increase in prices, know that if we're then trying to go out and 
buy an asset that could potentially, you know, provide more feeder cattle, it's going to be more expensive. The example that I use is that um, if we're at $6 corn and the feeder cattle index is about at 210 and let's say prices really start to rally and they go to 230 uh, that would increase, that would translate to about a 10% higher price for bread cows when we go to purchase them. And that increase in feeder cattle price has a much larger impact upon that bread cow price than that change in corn. And that has to do with kind of the timing and the cost of gain in, in the feed yard. But we'll provide that table there. So uh, it can really be used any time throughout the year relative to a base. And so uh, you can kind of see where that price is at uh, and figure out how much of premium and discount you're actually paying and then really assess if it's if it's worth it and it fits for your operation great and do check that out that's on our website again at cap.unl.edu a new article by elliot dennis on the bread cow market and economic factors to consider there elliot i want to thank you very much for the great information and uh, taking the time again on the podcast yeah thanks for having me again ryan Nebraska Farmcast is a production of the Center for Agricultural Profitability at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. For the latest research-based information and education resources to manage your farm or ranch operation, visit our website at cap.unl.edu. That's cap.unl.edu.